This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What the heck day is it? It's Thursday. I'm the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Good Thursday morning. It is finally Thursday. It's I've been thinking Thursday. it's Thursday for like three days now, but it actually is Thursday. Although for us, it's technically Wednesday. Because tomorrow's Friday, and then on Saturday, it is the annual tell-all episode of yep. the Colleen we and Bradley show. We tell all the dirty secrets that go on behind the scenes here at My Talk 107. Not really, one. But the ones that we're willing to share anyway. Right? You can ask any question. <laughs> We don't got an answer, we but we'll certainly answer. we'll certainly listen and come up with a uh, we'll come up with an answer. It may not be the one you want to hear, I guess. That's but. true. Uh, but yes, indeed, uh, it is Thursday here at the Minnesota State Fair. It is a warm one, from what I understand. I was already uh, sweating ghouls <laughs> on my way in. Just the walk from uh, the shuttle. Yeah, it's like yesterday. I don't know about it's you. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful it day. Is not if you a can cloud find in some the sky. Shade, you know, grab a, a top dog, sit in the shade, watch the world go by, get, you know, some ice cream and then head home. Okay, Sounds we like a great day. Do actually have some pop culture to get to, but I, I would like to bring something up before we get to the Kevin Federline story. And before you do, I want to just acknowledge this moment. This is always about this time of the fair. We're kind of like, you know, we're just we're fair in it, man. <laughs> we got a plan, but we're not going to do it. Okay, okay but, anyway, what's your what's your fair? Um, I'm feeling like there's a little tot dog controversy. Oh, no. Why? So I just was re- so you guys. The Tot Dog is uh, one of the fair's new foods from Lulu's. It was just written up in the Star Tribune. It's actually kind of a cool story. It was actually not developed by Lulu's. It was developed by a retired accountant who was walking around Lake Como, and in her mind... Not in Italy. Not in Italy, the St. Paul one. And she was like, oh, you know what would be really great for the state fair? What if you could, like, cover a hot dog in tater tots. So then she and her husband worked really hard to make what has now become the tot dog. And then they were like, okay, well now we got to get it to the fair. So they read all the reviews of Lulu's. Lulu's always does great work. So they went to Lulu's and they were like, hey, can you do the tot dog? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, cause that's delicious. And they were right. And they serve it with a side of cheese sauce and it will make you see It's It's deities. better than any it's corn so dog you've ever had, I promise. It's and I love so corn good. dogs, so. Prano Pops, actually, but same diff. Guess what? Not really, kind of. What? I was reading the comments on uh, the My Talk social media. Okay. Where we were talking about the Tot Dog. Yeah. And there are people who are like, I thought it was terrible. Oh. I didn't like it. It wasn't good. Well, those good. are just trolls, aren't they? I, there were more of those than there were of the people Did that we Did anybody in the hearing. audience have, have the Tot Dog and the not tot like dog? it? Anybody Nobody's not had it? like it? You guys. Do, am I seeing this? Like maybe or who had the tot dog and liked it? 
Oh my gosh, what's happening? Oh my god, what planet? Am I don't I on? understand. You guys, that was the best thing I put in my mouth all fair long, and I put Why? a lot of things in my mouth. I don't get it. I, you guys, it was so good. Honestly, it was so good. Yeah. I will. T- I will also tell you because I was surprised because we had a little controversy at home about this. My husband tried it, and he was like, I don't know why you thought it was so good. You know, I, I guarantee this weekend when my partner comes to the fair, and I'm like, try this, and he'll be like, it's fine. Because I, I feel like part of that is partner baked in, right? Yeah. Like, whenever you're like, you kind of yeah. have to, if you want an honest response from your partner, you kind of have to undersell it, true, right? True, true. Because if, if you oversell like, it, they're going to be, be like, like, I'm not going to want to like this. <laughs> I know. Okay, Just not to all make the time, you but happy. Sometimes, sometimes with food. Anyway, um... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually surprised because truly, madly, deeply, that was one of the best things I put in my mouth. Now, is it the most exotic? Is it the most no. um, revolutionary? No. no. It's literally a big tube of meat that's covered in starch yes. and deep fried. Like, And it is sexy. I'm not saying your life's going to be changed. It might be. But better than, I mean, you know, sure. But I'm just saying, like, better than any corn dog I've had. For sure. And listen, I don't want to hate on the Pronto Pup because it is... It's a Pronto Pup. But this was better than a Pronto Pup for me. Oh, for sure. Right? A yeah. Pronto Pup is predictable. Love, you like, you know what you're getting. Pronto Pups are just like a warm hug from your grandma. Yeah. This was like... Smelling of stale Werther's and a Kleenex. A hot dog is like Zac Efron shirtless, just out of reach. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say like in your lap. Okay. I mean, because you're eating it. I suppose. You know what I mean? Fine. So it feels like there's some... There's something know, good There's happening. some enjoyment happening. Uh, Speaking of, he just posted a photo as oh. I was on my way and I was scrolling through Instagram and he just posted a shirtless photo. So FYI, it's I on the I did Instys. have a story to tell you, but now I'd like to go to but Instagram. No, we, should, we should go to k Fine, I'll wait till the break. Okay, right. so we do a slightly less sexy than Zac Efron. Um, we do have to talk about Kevin Federline. Ugh. Yeah, slightly less sexy. Kevin Federline, so. give people uh, a reference for what a Kevin Federline is. Ex-Britney Spears' husband. Yes, the second ex-husband of Britney Spears. With children. With children, yep. So she's got her two kids, Sean Preston and Jaden James, with Kevin Federline. Kevin Federline famously, what, maybe two weeks ago, did a lengthy multi-part interview with, uh, I believe... The BBC, a reporter with the BBC? No, it was no, um, ITV. The B- yeah, it's ITV because BBC would not do that. You're right. The BBC that's right. is classy. And ITV, ITV is, is you not. know, hey, look, which I'm here for because they what? also did Downton Abbey. We're like the ITV. Right? Wait, didn't of ITV radio. do Downton Abbey or was that BBC? I thought that was <gasps> BBC. That was BBC. What am I thinking? No, it was so- ITV. Okay, it, was? it was ITV. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what the BBC was? They tried to make Upstairs, Downstairs a remake uh, happen yeah. at the same time Downton Abbey came out. Mm-hmm. I actually liked Upstairs, Downstairs better because I loved the original, and then Downton Abbey sort of blew us all out of the water. Right, so everybody went Downton yeah. Abbey. Okay. I'm glad we got that, you know, squared away. Britishism taken care of. Nobody cares. Thank you. Continue, Kate okay. Federline. Okay, so Kevin Federline, he did this inter- that interview with that multi-part interview with ITV with a reporter there, and it like it made all kinds of waves because it was after that, remember, that he posted that series of videos of Britney Spears yelling at her children, yep. which sounded like a Saturday night at my house. Yep. So I don't know what the mom, big deal was. Mom, you're being unfair. Oh, that's a yeah, shock. Yeah, that's my job. Teenage kids yeah. thinking their mom is a horrible person. I was like, Unusual. I don't I don't understand. Can't relate. Uh, anyway. All of my childhood. Right? 
So he's talking again. And this time he's talking to Australian 60 Minutes, which Bradley, give everybody also, a reference for that. So also tabloid. So 60 Minutes, you think like, oh, prestigious news brand here in the United States. Yes. Leslie but, Stahl, Anderson Cooper. They're doing hard hitting journalism. But everything's upside down in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Their toilets, Their toilets even go flush the other way. The other around. way. <laughs> um, and also their 60 Minutes is like our, uh, a current affair. Do we even do that anymore? Current no, affair? No, but... Remember that? With yeah. Maury Povich? Oh, yeah. Wasn't it Maury Povich? No, yes, no it was it the was, other guy. No, it was, like so no it was Mopo. With the loofah sponge. It, yeah, it was Mopo and it was Bill O'Reilly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it so, was Mopo when it was good. <laughs> everything is good when it's with Mopo. Okay, so so he's doing 60 Minutes Australia now. And uh, Kevin Federline, and, he's, and here's the thing I want to pay attention to. He's slightly changing his tune. At least it sounds like it at the very beginning, right? Because remember, in the ITV interview, he was like, Britney's in a terrible place. She's, we're really embarrassed by her. She's doing all it that nude posting on it. It was super gross. And it was very obvious that it was for some coin. It was not for yeah. anything serious. He brings serious. his kids into it like, we decided as a family, blah, blah, it's blah. It's just gross. So, he start, so one of the things, this is where he's changing his tune. He says about... The conservatorship itself. So Which the time worked with for fourteen years. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Well, listen to what he has to say about that. He said, "I still feel bad for her," and he's referencing the conservatorship um, that that she was uh, that she was in the conservatorship. Um, he feels bad for. Um, but then he was. Uh, he said, "The boys, the boys, the boys." I had to worry about them. I couldn't get involved. He's talking about the conservatorship. His job he says was to be their parent but uh he could so he could so he could not get involved in the conservatorship because he was being dad to the boys um i have a question for you i have an an answer so you're i'm gonna this is a metaphor okay so and it's a weird one because i haven't had time to think about it but like if your house is on fire Mm -hmm. like a room in your house is on fire And your children are in another room of the house. Mm-hmm. When your house is on fire, do you say like, oh, I can't deal with that fire right now because I have I'm to feed my kids. kids. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Right? Like, no, you make sure your kids are safe and then you deal with the house fire. Yeah. Because you're not the only one, Kevin Federline, who can, like, you're the only father yep. that they have, yes. Yep. But you are not the only person who can provide stability in their lives. And I think you can walk and chew gum. You can take Absolutely. care of your children and also advocate for their mother to be treated Yeah, guess what you fairly? do in families all the time, yeah. right? Like, I parent my children, and I'm also a wife to my husband. I'm also a daughter to my mother. Like, we all contain multitudes, and we can do many things simultaneously. And it, it would also be easier to believe Kevin Federline if he wasn't... Going back to court every single year to get more money. Right. right? Like if he had said, I'm going to raise my kids on my own. Like, okay. uh, My mom didn't like the way my biological father uh, was in our life. And so she said, we're out and I'm going to be responsible. And so she was. Now, I'm not saying that like everybody should do that. Right. Or that that's the right way. But that's an option. That is on the table. If you really, truly are mostly focused on your kids, you like there are so many other ways he could have ha- handled this situation and 
and not have that sound like a load of doo-doo. Right. It's pretty rich coming from him, this uh, critique of any kind of critique of the conservatorship, to your point, that he's been living off the fat of yeah. for all this time, like everybody else who's involved yeah. with in conservat- the conservatorship. Each and every one of them was taking money from Britney Spears while she was working and had absolutely no rights. Yeah. He was, too. So he was complicit in that, whether or not he wants to admit it. Um, and he's certainly trying why to, isn't to he dance around about- that. Thank you. And why isn't he talking about that? Because, like, again, the other thing I would say is you don't have to talk about any of this, Kevin Federline. So we think you're doing it for money. Fine. Mm -hmm. But, like, even if you were going to be like, I'm here, I have a story to tell, I should make money off it, it's going to help my kids... Wouldn't, wouldn't you then at least tell your story? Well, this is why I think we were right on when we talked about that ITV interview. He's trying to skate a really thin line because he's, he's trying to hedge his bets. Um, we know that there is a, a suit present with Jamie lawsuit, yeah. a lawsuit with Jamie not a not like a suit like a suit and tie. It was like an attorney or like <laughs> no, a suit and tie what? We know that there's a lawsuit that is in in process right now involving Jamie Spears and Britney Spears and the conservatorship. Yeah. And so we know that 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 like has not been resolved yet. And I think that Kevin Federline is trying to figure out where he's going to be able to get the most Support. I also think there's a wonderful thing that if you're ever called in front of a jury to have the jury already primed with your opinion about how the world works through media that's uh-huh. been laid down in advance, that you might, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you just created the best segue ever because oh! Kevin goes on to say um, that the kids are upset that they are not in a conversation, they are not in a relationship with Britney right now, and he says. They worry that everyone is completely ignoring the fact that Britney is battling mental issues, which is not a secret. So he's now doubling down on, and to that point, like, how convenient to have your thoughts in already out in the world. Yeah, it just adds to that narrative that she's, quote, crazy. Exactly. Right? That, like, someday a jury's going to be sitting in front of and have to make a decision about. Exactly. Also, I think it's just weird that you would talk about what your kids think about their mom in public. That is gross. Especially, like, period, but also as a public figure. Right. About your minor kids who are influenced whether you want them to be or not or believe that they are or not by your own relationship with their mother. Yeah. Right? Like, that's just reality. Yep. That's, That's how children figure out how they fit into the world is they watch how adults relate to each other and then they make decisions based on that's why i feel horrible for children of celebrities in so much as they have their views about their parents shaped by literally messages i mean we all talk about the, the the like like we don't realize how much our opinions are being shaped by the media like beyond our control yeah imagine when that's the thoughts and opinions you have about your own parents they're, yeah, because you, you're inundated they're your with people it. right exactly Oof, when we come back on the colleen and bradley show get a tot dog kick your feet up because we're gonna get all the dirt straight from hollywood it's a dirt alert dirt with holly roberts on my talk 1071. this is a my talk dirt alert And here's Holly Roberts with all the latest from Hollywood. <laughs> it's a dirt alert. Hey, Halls. Hey. 
Hi, Colleen and Bradley. You guys are at the Minnesota State Fair. I'm back at the yes, studio. Queen. And yes. secure your wigs because Leah Michelle is giving a new interview to the New York Times. <gasps> oh, it's a wig. It's a uh-huh. wig. Yeah. Now, uh, Leah Michelle out doing press because she's going to be making her debut in Broadway's Funny Girl next week. So, of course, she has to set the record straight on some of her past controversies. Oh, is she talking about the wigs? She is talking about so, the wigs. Oh, my God, oh, she is? Yeah, well, Because she knows everybody else is. So she's, what, trying to um, poo-poo that rumor? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, now, the she's rumor... She's trying to wipe away, you know, that Good whole one. story. Uh-huh. Now, she's doing it very diplomatic. Yeah, diplomatically. <laughs> um, so the story is, is that her former Glee cast member, Samantha Ware, came forward in 2020 uh, to accuse Leah Michelle of making, in her opinion, traumatic micro aggressions against her on the set of Glee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, including but not limited to mm-hmm. threatening to get Ware fired and then also the wig thing. Yeah. yeah. The poop on her wig. Yeah. yeah. She basically was like, watch your wigs. It's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've been making fun of it ever since. Yeah. It's I mean, not, you don't hear a story like, like that and not poke fun at it. Come on. I now. mean, if, yeah. like the, it really happened and that's not funny, but... That, who, it really happened? The, no, she no, it didn't really happen. Oh, she really say. didn't say well, according to Samantha Ware, she said that, she said that and that is terrible. Yeah. And also the it is the notion that that occurred to somebody to say in the first place is amusing to yeah. us. Oh, I would have said it just not to her. <laughs> you know, like we've all had that feeling. Right. Like, I just want to go to the bathroom in someone's wig. Who who hasn't thought that in their life? I, I don't know if I have. But oh, now I, know, I will. For sure. <laughs> well, Leah Michelle talking to the New York Times about those allegations, saying that it prompted a, quote, intense time of reflection about her conduct at work. Mm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I you know, it was like, intense. This, it, this makes sense, right? Like, she's now going to be, uh, she's up there on stage. She mm-hmm. doesn't want people thinking about all these things. She's trying to change the narrative. Totally, From a celebrity perspective, this seems totally predictable. Yes. Yeah. Now, Where was this? New York Post? This is the New York Times. Times. I was yes. going to say, uh, maybe the New York Post isn't the best venue, but New York Times, sure. It's a little bit better. Yeah, yes. the audience, perhaps. Yeah. So, Leah Michelle goes back, and she traces uh, her behavior onset behavior to her early days as a child star on Broadway. Leah Michelle says, I have an edge to me. I work really hard. I leave no room for mistakes. That level of perfectionism or that pressure of perfectionism left me with a lot of blind spots. Hmm. I mean, it's true. Okay. Like, I can see how that would be true. I'm here for that discussion, but I also hope that there's some reflection about how perfection is like a personal journey. And it doesn't uh, excuse behaviors that are targeting other people. You know what I'm saying? Did she has she apologized to anybody in that piece, Holly? Uh, well, she's not doing direct apolo- apologies, Bradley, because Leah Michelle uh, said that she does not feel the need to handle things through the media. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so she's saying if she did, she's done it one to one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now another topic that Leah Michelle uh, explains, or not even explains, that she she addresses in this New York Times profile is the rumor that she can't read or write. So that's been going around on social media for that quite seems, some time. That seems like tinfoil hat territory. Yeah. I don't remember that one. I have well, not heard that one. I feel like that would have been like 
top of our list. So here's where the rumors started. It first gained traction after Naya Rivera wrote in her memoir that Leah Michelle refused to improvise during a scene. Then somebody on a podcast joked that Leah Michelle must not be able to read since hmm. she never commented on Rivera's story. Then social oh, media God. picked, I know, right? Okay. So then it picked That's up and journey. it turned into a joke. It turned into a meme. And suddenly now, you have, yeah, uh, now suddenly here's you're what, in conspiracy territory. Yeah, so here's what Leah Michelle has to say about that to the New York Times. Quote, I went to Glee every single day. I knew my lines every single day. And then there's this rumor online that I can't read or write. It's sad. It really is. I think often if I were a man, a lot of this wouldn't be the case. I mean, she's... It's that's I I use that all you sound the time. Like you're struggling. Well, I'm struggling because like I I that argument is a real argument, right? Um, and yeah, she's probably right. Actually, I, I just needed to like absorb it for a second. But she's probably right. Like the way that she moves through the world, there is sort of like a an aggression to it, or like a um okay. abrasiveness to it. And I do think that that is read differently when it is a male who moves through the world that oh, way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Women, women are not allowed to be that way. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, men, it's just a character benefit. like, Or I should say uh, it's a character trait. It's not perceived as a flaw per se. In this, I, I think that's changing somewhat. And as a man, I'm not going to own that because I, I can't sp- speak to what women experience. But I would say I think as a general culture, we talk a lot more about the you know the way we treat people and the way we talk about people. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean celebrities through the lens of pop culture because that's what we do on this show. So like, I think that that's something that's hopefully changing for the better. But I could see where she feels that way as she moves through time and space yeah. like I, there are a lot of men who are abrasive and um you know like have very low tolerance for mistakes or whatever that that's just seen as like well they're a genius or well, well yeah they're, they're like talented. very successful yeah. or and i would argue that i don't think i mean i don't think that being acceptable makes it acceptable meaning I think if if you're a man or a woman and you're not treating people kindly, that deserves its another a separate conversation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's kind of leaning into that piece of it, not getting the whole picture, because mm-hmm. it does not sound like she was always decent to people. Yeah, it sounds like I mean, in her own words, her own diplomatic PR crafted words. Mm-hmm that she said it was an intense time of reflection about yeah. her conduct at work. So in this piece, she's not denying a lot of these things. She's letting mm-hmm. them be, but she has to spin them in a way where we have to be satisfied with her answer in order yeah, for her celebrity again, to move on. Right, exactly. Like a lot of people, mostly women, she has to be perfect yeah. in her response because <laughs> it's fraught with all of these. Right. Like she's not apologizing. She is apologizing. Why is she apologizing? Why is she not apologizing? Like you can see the sort of gymnastics that a celebrity in in a position like hers is in when you do a piece like this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she had to because you know she's she trying wants to, to be successful at her next thing. Exactly. Yeah, she yeah. wants to do Funny Girl on Broadway, which she will starting next Tuesday. Oh well, Holly, thank you for that dirt alert. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly is going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve. She's going to deliver them to us. We will attempt to noodle on them and solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 107.1. If you're looking to buy or sell your home, 
have I got a team for you. The Snyder team. I'm actually very excited to start sharing my friends Jennifer, Bob, and the whole Snyder team with EXP Realty with you. Now, as you get to know them, I want you to remember three words, honesty, integrity, and experience. These are the most important things you need to hear when choosing a realtor. And that's exactly what you're going to get with the Snyder team. 14 highly qualified agents. They personalize service on every or each member of their team. They've been around for 25 years. They focus on the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin. If you have a need in real estate, whether it's buying or selling, or you've just got questions about what it's gonna take to sell your home, you are in great hands with the Snyder team. They are gonna go that extra mile. They are gonna work for you, regardless of the home, regardless of your needs or where you're headed. The Snyder team wants to help you get there. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call the Snyder team. The SnyderTeam.com. Again, 25 years of experience. They do it better than most. Head to the SnyderTeam.com today. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, we do that in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. A celebrity gossip mystery. Hi. We're going to start with this relationship celebrity gossip mystery. NT Lawyer doesn't think the relationship is going to last much longer. This foreign-born, A-literate, A-minus-less actor who has been on your screen since he was a teen is cheating on his significant other mm. while she is promoting her new movie. Ooh. He's been on the screen since he was a teen? A-literate, foreign-born actor? Yeah, and he's been on your screen since he was a teen. This is true. Kirk Cameron. Is he not? Is he Canadian or something? Oh, foreign born. Sorry, I just okay. thought that would be a story. Um, okay, foreign born, illiterate actor who's been on our screen, who's in a. Do we know of this? Really? Like, do we? Are we fully aware of this relationship? Oh yeah, they've done um, fashion modeling together. Hmm. Oh 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 oh. Uh, no, not him. That's not illiterate. Um. Are the, can we get like an age range? I would say he's in his early 40s. Okay. Oh, okay. Early 40s. Okay. What? Is he British? No. Oh. Is he Australian? No. Mm. Is he Irish? No. Is oh. he German, Dutch, oh. Italian, no. uh, Portuguese? Yes, there you go. Oh, Canadian. Should have oh, started. Oh, 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 Ryan Reynolds. And there Blake you Lively. Go. Except for the okay. modeling thing. I was like, did he do modeling? I, I don't know. I feel like they modeled together. Well, they started a holiday campaign together for a fashion outlet that you used to be able to find at the malls everywhere. Now I think they have one location here in Minneapolis. Mm. Okay, so a Canadian, mm-hmm. illiterate Canadian mm-hmm. who's been on our screen since... This person's going to seem so ubiquitous that they're probably... Like, we don't even think of them as Canadian. Yes, no? Yeah. Okay. He was in movies and TV. <laughs> he was in movies. Okay, that's And not TV. Yeah. And like comedy TV or like... Teenage TV? melodrama. Ooh. Teenage, Teenage melodrama actor with the same first and last initial. Like, 
Would it be mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what was he in like Degrassi Junior High? Not that quite. Would be Drake. He was on American television. Nine oh two and oh. No, not quite. A little after that, teenage okay. melodrama. Oh, like um, like um, mm, yep, mm-hmm. Joshua Jackson. Oh my God! Good pulling that out of nowhere. Who's Joshua Jackson? He was on uh, the one that one show, uh, Dawson's Creek. Oh, okay. He doesn't want to. And who's wait. he married to? Well, he's not married to somebody, but he is in a relationship with an actor. Mm-hmm. Do we know the actor? Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's in Venice right now. Yep. Hold on. At the it's Venice Film Festival. It's coming to her. I can see them. I am. Uh, remind me of what she's in. I. Oh, jeez. Okay. Is she like a? She's not in like Star Warsy stuff, no, right? She's British. She's British. Mm-hmm. Were you thinking Ridley Scott or something? Yeah, Ridley. Or not Ridley Scott. What's her name? What's <laughs> Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. No. Oh, this is Holly. I gotta look it up because it's driving me crazy. Her name is Jodie Turner Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Never have guessed that in a million. Wait years. till you see her. Hold on a second. She's I'm gonna out promoting her new film White Noise, and that oh, is okay. a big to do at the Venice Film Festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Starring Adam Driver. That's the trailer. Don Cheadle and Greta Gerwig. So apparently oh, okay. Joshua ja- Jackson is cheating on her. So rude. Yeah. yeah, not. I'm not familiar oh. with either of those people. Um, but not surprised because you said like teen melodrama from the 90s. Yeah, I, that that was not my go-to. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Let's do another one. Let's do another. More relationship celebrity gossip mysteries. This A plus slash A list rapper has been trying to hook back up with his shaved head ex from many years ago. Kanye and the shaved oh, head uh, ex is Rose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's Lady her first Rose. name? Not Lady Rose. Lana Turner Rose. No. Um, uh, Amber. Amber. Thank you. Amber Rose. Yeah. Amber. Thank you. Get mommy her smokes. <laughs> so, Kanye West apparently has been trying to hook back up with Amber Rose. Interesting. That's interesting. Not going to happen, though. Isn't she in a relationship? Maybe not. No, I don't know if she uh, is right now. No. Do you remember... Wouldn't be surprised if Kanye was still trying to make that happen, right? if she was, but... Do you remember when we made that big, like, Kardashian flow chart of you did. all of the... Yeah. Yeah, you had a lot of, like, I feel work. like... I, I still feel... I feel like that that web has grown even since, and I should probably add to it, because... It's very much a Tommy Westfall universe. It like, is. Like, if you try to connect Kardashians with... Well, I mean, you can do that with anyone, right? Like, you can do that with, like, Six Degrees business right. with anyone, but... But specifically in terms of entertainers and the Kardashians, everyone is connected. It's true. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. Another one. Blinded by the item. The three-named foreign-born actress has confirmed what NT Lawyer told you several months ago. There is no reason to attach the rating to a film being released other than mm. the publicity it will generate for the streaming service. Hopefully get them new subscriptions and to be the launching platform for a triple X-rated tier. Anna Armas. Oh, that's right, because they rated it NC-17. And she, she, there was a headline about how she's confused as to why it got an NC-17, because there are movies that are R that have more sex. Oh, exactly. Or something to that effect, right? Yeah, so Anna Armas at the Venice Film Festival talking about her Marilyn Monroe movie, Blonde, 
questioning why there's an NC-17 rating when she says there are far more explicit films that have a lesser rating. But what the blind item says is it got an NC-17 rating because Netflix wants the publicity, they want new subscribers, and apparently they want to wa- uh, launch a, a Netflix and chill for real. Okay. Mm. Netflix and like chill for real. brown chicken, brown cow? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Adult content. <laughs> brown chicken, brown wow. Yeah. Or brown no. No. People Who like wants that, that? Well, I, I know, I know, I know. Internet? I'm just saying it just seems a weird, like there's already plenty of that. But listen, is my point. If, like you're, you, if you're Netflix and you're struggling to make some ends meet, like, I don't know. Well, they you're are going to make some ends meet. Yeah, you are. Hey! In, fa- <laughs> in fact, <laughs> it's a family I'm going to keep walking. Um, in <laughs> good, fact, good idea. we just opened Netflix for the first time in about a month. And I was like, wow, I have not been over here in a while, and there's not really a whole mm. lot I want to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but some of that is the algae. You know, sometimes the algorithm, d- because you haven't been poking around in there a lot, is just Yeah, I gonna... just mean they're, like the new content. Yeah. Like, there's not a ton of new shows or new seasons of like the shows that, you know. It's not that exciting. No. There, is, really there is Junior Bake Off, which I didn't even know was a thing. The Great British Bake Off, they mm-hmm. do like a junior version. That's a thing. And then there was like, oh, there was like one other thing where I was like, oh, maybe we'll watch that. But honestly, HBO Max has been killing it lately. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got something else in that bag of tricks, Holly? Mm-hmm. Yes, here's another celebrity gossip mystery. There have been multiple discussions between this foreign-born A-list singer's people and a studio releasing one of his films and his reputation, which they feel is being sullied. They would like the studio uh, to do something about it and have set out guidelines they want followed before he will commit to publicly promoting the movie. Harry Styles. Yeah. 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 And the movie? Blank is Don't the worry, worry darling. darling. Yes. So Harry Styles people feel like his reputation is being sullied right now and they would like the studio to do something about it and have set out guidelines they want to follow before Harry Styles would commit to publicly promoting his movie Don't Worry Darling because notice he hasn't done any press for it really. That's going to get Along awkward. Along with Florence Pugh. Yeah. I feel also. like all of this is really awkward because the only person talking right now is Olivia Wilde. Yeah, and it's not good. And also, we didn't talk about this, and I don't know for whatever reason. We kind of danced a little bit around the subject, so there was that whole... So with this movie, there have been only two storylines. The first one is, like, her relationship with Harry Styles Mm -hmm. apparently ticked off some of the audience. That led... Or not the audience, I'm sorry, the cast, Uh right, and crew. And then that led to a whole conversation about how she and Harry Styles got together. And that led to a whole um, thing about Florence Pugh, right? Like how Florence Pugh was not promoting the film and Mm -hmm. she was kind of ticked off allegedly, supposedly, about um, her and uh, about Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles hooking up because she was with Zach Braff, not anymore, but he was, you know, anyway. Long story short, mm-hmm. you were talking about drama around that, behind the, the scenes. Yeah. And then it turned into this whole conversation about Shia LaBeouf, remember? Right. And how she dumped Shia LaBeouf. Yep. And then it was like, it made, which made, look, made Olivia Wilde look like she was like petty and petulant and yeah. like not really in control. And then, and this is the part we didn't talk mm-hmm. about, and I haven't gone back to watch yet, mm-hmm. but he dropped this video mm-hmm. of her 
like which proved mm-hmm. actually disproved what mm-hmm. she had said publicly in that interview. Yeah, that, that she was piece. lying. She said that that she let him go to make Florence Pugh more comfortable. But this video that he dropped is her in the car, which I have a lot of questions about. But yeah, and she's, she's very concerned with like the like angles yeah yeah and, and like she's what's like, going on around her yeah and she's like i don't know i just am not ready to let this go yet i i want to make this work and she's like pleading with yeah, shia so labeouf it, so shia labeouf it's basically disproving what she alleged about shia labeouf and, and not like we don't have issues with shia labeouf but at the same time and and i was listening to a conversation about you know sort of what people in Hollywood at a higher level think of behavior like this. It's like, um, Olivia, you're not helping yourself because Mm -hmm. actors don't want to work for people who think that they're going to get thrown under the bus by at some point. Right. And the other thing about that is, for me, when I saw that video, I thought to myself, if I'm Olivia Wilde and I know that I made that video, I might think pretty hard about how I'm going to characterize that relationship knowing that there's actual physical evidence well that it's not true and what she probably banked on was that he's not gonna you know right he's not gonna release but, a video like that and at the same time then if I'm Shia LaBeouf and somebody is dragging my name through the mud yeah. no matter how problematic I've been in the past yeah I'm gonna be like I'm sorry I've got a receipt here and I'd like for you to look yeah. at it and that's right what he did. and that's exactly what happened and it is a distraction meanwhile Harry Styles is over in the corner being like I'm not touching that with the 10-foot pole and that's got to be really awkward in the bedroom for the two of them <laughs> I'm if, just saying there's a lot of drama and but none of it is on the screen. I was going to say the moral of the story is there were big hopes for this film and now it seems like um, maybe not so much. There's no hopes for it. Holly. Yeah. Thank you. You're you did a good job with those uh, with those blind items today. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, here's something that we're not afraid to touch with a 10-foot pole. Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Bradley Trainer has the latest after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, Bradley Trainer has brought us the latest mm. on the divorce of Sylvester Stallone. And his wife and Bradley, how are you feeling about this story right now? Um, well, I just feel like this story is a load of doo-doo, frankly. Um, and I'll tell you specifically the story I'm referencing. But I kind of just want to talk about, like, let's unpack this. And in order to unpack a pop culture, I wouldn't quite call it a mystery, but a dalliance of a question, let's get the Cobra Gang together, yes. shall we? Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crown. Inside Sylvester Stallone and Jennifer Flavin's issues, he tends to do things on a whim. Okay, so in the new People of Issue... People of Issue, Yeah, in the new issue of People, rather, Mm -hmm. uh, they're talking about what... I think the People of Issue is our Yeah, we are the people with issues. (laughs) Um, Insiders are sharing in the new People of Issue, a.k.a. the new issue of People magazine, on stands today, or June, whatever. Like, who buys that? But we don't have time for that. You're right, that's true. Yeah, actually, our good friend and Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan. That's right. She, she sent had a us a photo of people's of a stack of People magazine saying she was prepping for her interview when we talked to her on Monday. And I was like, "Where did they come up with like actual like paper?" You know, I'm like, "Girl, 
You got the internet? It's fine. Anyway, moral of the story is back to the story. So insiders are talking in the latest issue of People about what led to their divorce. Now, we have heard some rumors. We'll get to those in a minute. So Colleen and I are both over here like, okay, so what do these sources have to say? Mm -hmm. Anything short of like there was some cheating going on, we don't want to hear it, mm -hmm. right? So here's what the actual sources say to People magazine. And People ain't not nothing. People ain't not nothing. Like, they're somebody. Like, it's not Us Weekly. Right. It's not, okay. Yeah, or, no, it's Hello. people. It's people. Or, Star. It's, mm -hmm. it's people, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, we kind of we take them at their word. And they say that they have sources uh, behind the scenes uh, talking about why these two, <clears throat> excuse me, split. Uh, behind their smiles and happy statements, trouble lurked. Stallone and Flavin are, quote, very different people age-wise and in temperament. Okay, so he's 76, mm -hmm. she's 54. Great. I mean, a lot of relationships, people aren't the same age. Also, a lot of relationships, people with different temperaments. Sure. Quote, what, what was once exciting and challenging is now routine and irritating. Sylvester Sounds Stallone's, like a marriage to me. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's <laughs> impetuousness could be a problem, a Flavin source tells people. You know, he tends to do things on a whim without asking her beforehand. And that led to some issues with their dog. Nevertheless, you know, disagreements on those little things add up over the years together. So another source told people it just wasn't really like one issue that made her file for divorce. There were lots of little issues for years. And, well, she just kind of had enough. Okay. okay. Would you like to do the, the honors? Well, I have a couple things. Like, first of all, I do I do say this about every celebrity divorce and every divorce in general. I always get really, like, I get itchy when people say, well, what was it? What happened? Because I do think divorce, the choice to, to, to dissolve a marriage is a big decision. And likely there's not just one big story. That said, I also have a hard time with like, it was just a bunch of little things. Well, especially after 25 years. Or yeah, there's something between a bunch of little things and one large precipitating factor, right? And a bunch of little things, I feel like you kind of get a vibe on that within the first mm, decade. Decade? Yeah. And, you know, also you either choose to, well, not even the first decade, I would say like the first year. year. Yeah. Like you decide whether or not you're willing to put up with the, all the little things that drive you nuts about another person. Mm -hmm. Also, little known fact for those not in relationships, perhaps everyone has those. Yeah, it's true. You're never going to find someone who doesn't drive you nuts. Absolutely. Because the person driving yourself nuts is actually you. Oh, oh saved you a lot of therapy, oh, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, there you go. If only we'd known beforehand. We do anyway. take insurance. <laughs> Copays. <laughs> I would like a copay. I don't have to file your dumb insurance claim. It's too much true, paperwork. True, that's true. That's anyway, the moral of the story is, and to add to your point, like th this is this is suspicious, is it not? Well, yeah, it's, it doesn't pass the sniff test at all. Well, quickly, mm. should we smell the thing that actually yeah. is stinking up the room? And it's not the dog. Holly, do we have a blind item at all? Blinded by the item. Oh, like a slice of Limburger cheese. Apparently, mm. having a fight about a dog is now code for getting one of your daughter's friends pregnant. Mm. Okay. There so we says go. the blind item. Maybe so the People baby Magazine. is the little thing. <laughs> that little thing is the... Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the baby. It's the fetus. <laughs> uh, yes, you're It's not feet right. you, it's feet us. What? Sorry. I don't know what that means, but by all means. 
It's not feed us. It's feed you. No. Okay. All right. Bye. Uh, anywho, it doesn't pass the smell test. No, and neither Magazine is lying. Did that and joke. so are those sources. That's true. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got to talk about Heidi Klum. I got a question. Is this like adorable or annoying? I'll tell you the behavior and we'll judge it after this on My Talk 107.1.